they say that prevention is better than cure. And there's a man in America who has devoted his life to helping people overcome and prevent illness. Anthony William claims to have an ability to talk with the spirit world to diagnose people's undetected health problems. He's called the medical medium. And I spoke to him from his home in L.A. earlier this week. Instead of channeling like some mediums do um, and intuitives do, I hear a voice perfectly clear that speaks to me in my right ear. It started at age four when I woke up one morning and I heard a voice talking to me just as you're talking to me now or a friend is talking to you. And at the same time, information about people's health. In fact, I got information from Spirit, this voice, about my grandmother having lung cancer. So at age four, I had to diagnose my grandmother of lung cancer. And a few weeks later, my family brought her in, and she had no symptoms of any kind, and she was diagnosed with lung cancer. And it all started from right there. So you're saying you... I mean, I'm very sorry, by the way, to, to, by the way, to hear that your grandmother had such a horrible disease to live with. But it is fascinating to me as well that you were able to predict this or diagnose this, not only without any prior knowledge, but also at the age of four. I know. In fact, I didn't know what I was saying. So I had to pronounce over and over again because spirit would say, say it again. And I would have to say it again and say, grandma has lung cancer. We were sitting at the dinner table, and Spirit had me get out of my chair, and I walked over to my grandmother, and then Spirit said, you know, uh, tell everybody that grandmother has lung cancer. Say grandma has lung cancer. And that's how it started, and it didn't stop there. In fact, in school, uh, in grade school, my classmate next to me, Spirit said to me that my classmate had meningitis. So I told the teacher, and the teacher interviewed the child, and the child said, I never even heard of that. I don't know what he's talking about. And later that evening, the, my classmate developed meningitis overnight and was in the hospital. So it, it happened all through my entire life, my childhood. The information would come through all the time. What makes you think it's a spirit? Well, you know, that's what I questioned when I was younger. And I've done that even when being older. I've asked what are you? Are you an angel? Um, are you a spirit guide? You know, am I talking to God? Who am I talking to? And the voice told me clear that, that what the voice was, was the living word compassion. So the voice was a word. So I wasn't talking to a spirit in the sense where a spirit guide or an angel or, or someone who passed over. I wasn't talking to someone that lived as a human in fact, uh, the voice told me the voice never lived as a human, was just a word called compassion, the living word. And that's all I know. I never got any more information besides that all these years. It, it sounds extremely complicated for a four-year-old to get their head round. And I think, you know, many people would describe it as psychosis. Well, you know, it, it, yeah, I mean, sure, you can describe it that way. But at the same time, it... it proved itself over and over and over again and proved itself again and again and again as far as the correct information that was given to me for everyone that was sick or people around me. When I would be, I would tug on shirt, sleeve, uh, shirt, uh, shirt sleeves for people and tell them that they had diabetes or tell them that they had a tumor. And so it, it always came through perfectly. 
Well, did, you, did, you, did you do this sort of in every moment of your waking life? What about when you're out and about with mates or in the pub? Or you know, did you do this sort of in the middle of a, a good old, you know, sing and dance down the pub? Well, the information comes through no matter what. If I'm in the park, spirit's going to tell me what's going on with everybody in the park, what's happening with their health. If I'm do, on you, the plane, do you feel compelled, Anthony, to, to tell when the spirit tells you something? Do you feel compelled to pass that on or do you tend to ignore it? Well, you know, I, I, it's hard to ignore. I try to try my best, but you hear it just as clear as someone speaking to you. And, and it's not a voice inside my head. That's the important thing that, that uh, when I explain to people and others that try to understand, it's not a voice I'm hearing inside my thoughts. How it's do you know that? Else. Well, because I can block it with my hand, just as if you're talking to me now and I want to put my hand over the ear and block it out. I hear it in real time. So the voice comes in actual real time, in real living time, where I'm talking to you while I hear the voice. You know, when we were on the plane heading on our last trip, there was uh, the, the uh, pilot asked if there was a doctor on board on the plane because there was a complication. Nobody knew what the complication was, but my assistant asked me, what do you think's going on way back there? And Spirit told me there was a man having a seizure. All I had to do was ask for Spirit. Later on, the stewardess told us that there was a man having a seizure later on, and, you know, Later on, that's what we were told. So the information comes no matter what. I can't stop it. So you can actually ask your spirit things as well. It doesn't just tell you stuff. That's what I do. I ask that. So when I'm helping someone, I'm going to ask spirit what's going on. You know, I had to go through extensive training, extensive training as a child. From age 8 to 14, I had to go into uh, cemeteries and graveyards, and I had to my abilities had to be tested. I had to stand above a grave, find out if somebody died of cancer, a heart attack, a broken heart, a car accident, suicide. I had to know. And so spirit put me through rigorous training as a child as well. I see. So this isn't training as in you went and paid for a training course run by some external party. This is the spirit telling you or or coaching you through what it thinks you need. Absolutely. I never went to medical school. I'm not a doctor of any sort, but I, but I, get, I get advanced information that's decades ahead of time. And who has 10 or 20 years to wait for information? Who has 30 years to wait for the tr- knowing the true cause of what's causing their symptoms and their illnesses and their, their thyroid disorders and everything else? And Spirit provides that information so I can help people. Anthony, do you need to be in people's company, you know, actually within physical distance of them to, for your spirit to be able to diagnose something? Or can you do it over the phone? Over the phone, it works in person. You can do it, it over works. the phone. So can you hear a voice now talking to uh, me? Yes, yes, I do. I do. Of course, <gasps> I always do. Dare I ask what it says? About you? Yeah. Uh, spirit says that your adrenals are slightly underactive. In fact, the left adrenal on the on the left side of the body, on your left side with your arm, that's weaker than the right side. Spirit also tells me that the thyroid is slightly hypo. That's your thyroid, and I'm looking at that now. Uh, spirit also says that you have a calcification in the breast as well. So there's a little calcification in one of the breasts. Oh, what, in the breast, and, sorry? Yes, a calcification in the breast. Intoxication, sorry, I can't hear you very well. What a calcification. Does... Oh, calcification, Sorry, little... excuse me. Right, okay. Oh, that could be because I breastfed recently, maybe. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> Maybe. I mean, I don't, with the thyroid and all that, I don't know. I can't obviously tell, um, you know, and, and thank God you're not saying anything more dire. Maybe you're saving my graces. But, you know, I can't tell if what you're saying is true. I, I mean, I'm imagining you get a lot of people that are extremely cynical to what you say. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there is out there. I haven't run across many in, in, the, in the recent years. Um, it, it's one of these things where when someone needs answers and they've been to 10 or 15 doctors or 20 doctors and they need those answers, when you have mommies that can't get out of bed to take care of their children and feed their children and medical research and medical science doesn't have the answers for them and they're too fatigued to, to function, uh, I don't, the skepticism's not there. I'm there to help people and get them back their lives and do everything in my power I possibly can. And the, the, the truth is, I was born a skeptic myself, so I had to live with this gift as a skeptic. So I understand skeptics, and I understand someone not understanding or not believing, because at the same time, it's in my blood to be a skeptic, too. So I completely believe, you know, believe on how it works with skeptics. Do you charge for the work that you do, Anthony? I do. It's, it's a fee that we charge, and we charge a fee because we have such an overwhelming amount of people that come in for help. We have a, a long, long, vast waiting list, and it takes a lot of manpower to govern the whole thing. So there is a fee to take to take the, the, the heat off of all the manpower because I have to feed all the mouths that take care of, of, so this, of us. That we have. This is essentially your career. This is, this is your main income. It, it, indeed it is. It has been, yes. It hasn't, yes. So I guess you can understand some cynics um, would would easily say that actually, you know, yes, you may have heard voices or yes, it may have been that you've diagnosed your grandmother, for example, who knows whether that was a spirit or whether that was just a fluke or whether you'd overheard something the night before. I mean, who knows? Let's just, you know, just play devil's advocate a little bit. But the fact that you're now charging to give out this advice from a supposed spirit, you can see how some people might just kind of be, well, you know, he would he would say that, wouldn't he? Because he's trying to make money out of it. Sure, sure. But if they knew where the money went, then that would be a different story because the money goes to 10 people that work for me in order to handle the amount of people that are calling and organizing it and how we have to do it. Basically, what happens is the fee just takes care of all the people I have to hire. In how, order how many to people do you have to hire, Anthony? I have to hire close to 10 people to okay. take care of and And because of that, the fee barely makes it. Okay, so, you know, you're making ends meet with it. You're not necessarily making a huge profit. Would that be fair to say? It's completely fair to say. In fact, people say to me, well, you know, um, uh, you must be making a lot of money. But that's not how it works if you have someone that has a very small practice and, and they have a very small clientele and they only need to run it themselves. They make the full fee. But when you have 10 people, because there's 15,000 people on the waiting list, and it's a major organization. You've got 15,000 people on your waiting list. Did I hear that right? 15,000 people on the waiting list. Wow. Yeah. And is that mainly Americans, would you say, or from all over the world? No, it's, it's very much a large part of the UK. The UK? Oh, OK, and, the UK too. So there's obviously a demand for something like this. But, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm right in saying that you're, you can't heal people necessarily. You might just be able to tell them... What what's wrong and where to go for help? First, the first start of healing is knowing the true cause 
of knowing the cause of what's causing your Hashimoto's, knowing the cause of what's causing your aches and pains, what's causing your fatigue, having the real answers. And I look, I'm not a, you know, I'm not a smart man or, or anything like that. Information comes from spirit. It's there for people. And I've helped tens of thousands of people heal and recover at it over, the, over the decades. And that information is because it tells people what's truly wrong and where they can go for help. If it's to another doctor that knows, then spirit will send them to that doctor. Okay. If it's something they Okay. Anthony, have you, have, have you ever got it wrong? Have I ever got it wrong? Um, well, I'll tell you one story really quick. My neighbor came over to my garden as I was pulling out onions out of my garden. My neighbor said, I don't know how you did it, Anthony. My wife couldn't walk for years, but you knew the answers when no one else did. And we took her to every clinic there was, and you knew the answers. You know what I said? I looked at him and I said, I'm never wrong. I'm always right. I will never be wrong. I will always be right and remember that. And you better remember that. I stood up. I walked a couple of feet. I stepped on a hoe backwards, and it knocked me out. I laid there in the garden completely unconscious and when i came to i was looking at my neighbor standing above me and spirit said to me just remember this anthony you're always wrong and i'm always right remember that that seems like a, a fair enough place to leave this story for now but anthony william thank you so much and good luck with your medical medium i'm sure it's only a career that can get bigger and bigger but thanks so much for talking to bbc three counties radio that was Anthony William, our medical medium. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is Louisa Peacock and Nana Aquia On BBC Three Counties Radio. Three Counties Sport isn't just about hearing your team in action. In action. Forster Kasky with a shot. Oh, and it's in! Forster Kasky's got it! Squares the ball as well. It's oh, it! Stephen, it's you've got breathing space. It's